Game on. Racing. Now, Cheltenham starts at tomorrow and Ruby Walsh has kindly given us some of his time. Very busy person this week and has joined me now on the line. Ruby, how is everything in Cheltenham? Everything in Cheltenham is great, Marie. Um, I got in yesterday evening and it was a wet afternoon in the UK as I made my way down the M5 with Willie Mullins and David Casey in the hordes of traffic. So anybody that is probably listening to this and is coming to Cheltenham tomorrow, please be aware of roadworks on the M5 north of Tewkesbury, which will delay you for a considerable amount of time. But um, yeah, look, Cheltenham is a great, it looks a million dollars. Marie is a great buzz and a great atmosphere here, but... It's funny, I've never known it to be as wet. It was really? miserable today. Yeah. Oh, that's not good. Um, we'll get to that in a second, but when you were coming over with Willie and David, do you bring horses with you or are you just going in the car? No, we just we actually flew into Birmingham and um, I hired a car and drove the oh. other two down. I used to be Willie Mullins' first jockey. Now I'm actually his first driver. <laughs> um, but um, no, all the horses came. So Tuesday's runners, Marie, would have left Willie's on Saturday morning. It's 12 hours door to door from Carlo to Cheltenham. So they left early on Saturday morning and got the 8 a.m. boat out of Dublin to Hollyhead. And they were here in Cheltenham at around 5 o'clock on Saturday afternoon. And then it goes day by day. So Wednesday's runners would leave Sunday. Mm. Thursday's runners went today. And Friday's runners will come tomorrow. So there's a process. There is a big logistical <laughs> process in, in play. And Grania in the office and Willie Mullins is playing a blinder because she would have organised 75 horses and probably the guts of 35, maybe 40 staff to bring all those horses here, horse boxes and lorry drivers and everything else that goes with it. So it's a huge operation. God, yeah, no, and throwing all the egos as well there, Ruby, you know? Oh, it's not straightforward, <laughs> Marie, not straightforward. Um, OK, so you said it's really wet over there. So what does that mean now for the horses, for the jockeys, for the punters, for everybody? It means more for the punters, uh, not so much for the jockeys, Marie, because they'll be able to change their clothes after they finish riding. It'll mean it'll be soggy and wet for race goers who'll be wet. Um, but what does it mean more for the track? I mean, Cheltenham race in October, November, December and January, so the ground does take a fair bit of bashing and it, it kind of needs time to recover after all of that and dry out. And there hasn't been great grass growth in February, so it's a little bit lacking in grass in places, but there's nothing... John Poolin or the staff in Cheltenham can do about mm -hmm. that. John Poolin is the clerk of the course here. It's just the weather that we've had through March. There was no grass growth. So that would mean, it'll mean it'll be testing ground, Marie, and they'll race on this very same track for both Tuesdays, Tuesday and Wednesday. So as each race goes by, the ground will get more churned up. Jockeys will start, you know, start spreading out on the track, trying to find a little bit of better ground somewhere where they can uh, find a sod that's going to hold them up better and, um, it'll they'll just be all over Cheltenham. It'll be uh, it'll be dirty looking for the want of a better word. Right. So if you're wearing the old uh, white clothes, they won't won't look good. Um, Ruby, they won't be white for long. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I've got a few questions now that are probably silly, but anyway, I'm going to go with it. Uh, is it easier no, if you're a jockey when it's wet weather, or is it harder? It's easier. Uh, the wetter it is, Marie, the softer the ground, and the softer the ground, the slower you go. So the slower you go, the more time you have to make decisions. So it's definitely easier for a jockey when it's wet and slow. What about horses? Do they prefer it? They probably don't. Like Not that humans, they can tell they you. Probably would <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they would probably prefer if the sun was shining and there was a little bit of heat out there. Um, but they're used to it. And you know, some horses then, depending on how they move and how their action is, some horses would prefer soft ground. Other horses would prefer a drier, harder surface. So they're all quite different. Um, so look, it's going to suit 
probably the slower horses, Marie, this week, the ones that would stay longer. Mm. It's going to turn into middle distance runners rather than sprinters winning this week. So does that mean everything you told us now last week is kind of could change a bit? Like, No, it, it shouldn't. Uh, it would probably inconvenience different horses more. Like uh, Barry Connell will be quite worried about high, high Marine National now in the first mm. race. Uh, even though he won on soft ground at Ferry House, he's always been adamant that Marine National would be a better horse on much better ground. It probably gives in the pocket of Henry de Bromheads a chance in the Supreme now. He's by Blue Brazil and his pedigree would suggest he'd like a bit slower ground so it gives him a chance but it probably doesn't help the chance of High Definition or Diverge because High Definition is by Galileo and was bred to be a high class flat horse. Diverge is by Frankel so similarly he was bred to be a high class flat horse. They are probably both going to struggle on real soft ground so High Definition and Diverge would be two to probably avoid in the first race tomorrow. Alright so we might as well go through them then now that you've started it. Uh, what about in the Arkle then? Uh, I think it should suit them all in the Arkle, Marie. Well, the ones that count anyway. Il Fabiolo, he'll go on soft ground. So will John Bond, who's by Walk in the Park. He's won it before. Dysart Dynamo, being a front runner who tends to go really fast, it might get hard for him because obviously on slower ground you have to go a bit slower so you can see out the distance. And San Ra, who we tipped each way, he probably becomes a bigger player each way now on real soft ground. He'll handle it. Dysart Dynamo only has one way of running but if he goes fast in front he's more likely to get really tired and come back to the field and that could allow Roy to finish third so 8-1 to one each way is probably a nice price uh, In the champion hurl, hurdle are you still thinking Constitution Hill all the way? I am there's no reason to suggest um, he won't win because he has won actually Marie on real heavy ground at Sandown when he won his first grade one which was the Talworth hurdle that was back in January of 2022 uh, he won on really bad ground at Sandown that day and won by a long way it was the first time you kind of thought wow what is this horse so um, yeah Constitution Hill he'll handle real testing ground so will State Man but um, I'd say Constitution it might mean Constitution Hill wins even further Murray because he does handle really soft ground and he's going to be he's just all the chat here in Cheltenham is about him as well mm. and yeah he's he's an incredible horse so he, is. he sounds like just listening to people like you know that he's like Usain Bolt kind of a an, an athlete yeah or looking football he's, he's Davy Clifford or he's mm, he just could be that he has that X factor and he could be every sport marine needs big names whatever it is I mean you look at what Messi or Ronaldo have done for soccer for national national hunt racing needs big names as well and you look hopefully this week two new stars will I hope, put themselves on the stage to become superstars and that's Constitution Hill and, and Galloping the Champ and the Gold Cup on Friday. I was looking at videos of Honeysuckle rolling around in the, in the grass in Cheltenham looking happy out. Is this a good sign? Yeah, it is and she's in good form. I was actually talking to Rachel Blackmore today and she's really positive about her chance. She's she's convinced that Honeysuckle can do it. Um, she probably... I'd probably seen Rachel in better form. I'd say the pressure, or not the pressure, the expectation. Mm. Monday in Cheltenham is always a hard day for jockeys. You're killing time. You're finished riding out sort of at 11 o'clock and you're trying to pass the day. It can be a long day for riders here waiting for tomorrow to happen. But, um, you know, only suckle. Rachel has undying faith in her. And look, if you're asking me now if what one horse you would like to see winning... I would love to see Honeysuckle win. I'd love to see a winner for the Bromheads, for Rachel, mm. for, for everyone that yeah. after the year they've been through. I think she would be a really deserving winner. And But just in sport, you can't make that happen. No. And 
like yesterday morning, then Marie's Rock, who looked like running in the snares hurdle in Torres, that was declared in this race. So she's another mare that's going to make it harder for Honeysuckle. Brandy Love will love the real soft ground, so she becomes a big player in this race now. And look, it's going to be really hard for Honeysuckle, but if she was to win, you could just see. I think it'd be. Inc- you can often get incredible scenes in Cheltenham, but I think if Honeysuckle wins, they'll be amazing. Yeah, well, if not uh, Honeysuckle, then I'd be happy enough if Marie's Rock won. Um, oh, of course you would. <laughs> Ruby, so this week, uh, look, you're over there, obviously, and, you know, I was on with the two Johnnies and we were chatting about um, about you and, and tips for Cheltenham and I was saying, you know, people are always asking me, like, is Ruby telling you anything? Have you got any tips? And I just make a joke out of it. But, like, it must be difficult being you in a place like Cheltenham. That's not Marie. As AP always says, when people stop asking you your opinion, you are. <laughs> and I won't use the word. <laughs> um, and he's right. It's not. And look, Cheltenham Marie is, has always been a very good place to me. Mm. Um, I know I got injured here a few times, but on the whole, Cheltenham has shaped my life. It, it made my career. And I love coming here, like even driving in here yesterday evening and walking around. I actually walked around the grandstand today with a man called Eddie Wright, who won the Arkle Chase in 1972 on a horse of Tom Draper's. And he hasn't been in Cheltenham since the mid-70s. And he was here today and I was walking around with him and the, he was talking about the changes in the place. He was there with his wife. But like the, the, it is, there is no other race course with that's able to create the drama that Cheltenham creates, how they've mm-hmm. built it, how they've designed it. It really is a special place and I can't wait for tomorrow to tell you the truth. Okay, well, we can't wait to talk to you tomorrow, Ruby. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, enjoy it. Enjoy the crowds been there, the bit of rain, not having to do a huge amount of work in terms of uh, being on the horses, but you're lucky you'll have plenty exactly. to do. With Willie in the media... To sit in the truck. I get to sit in the truck, Marie, and watch the racing on every angle there is possible, <laughs> so it's not heaven bad. for me. Absolutely not a bad place to be. Ruby, thanks, and we'll talk to you soon. Cheers, Marie.